get uh get around some of that by using a sigil as your spell because it puts up a defensive barrier and you can stay stationary and not have to worry about the lightning skulls. Okay. And he's not one to crowd in on you, so... No, he's not. Uh, and the big threat in that fight is the lightning skulls. Well, it would have to be a specific sigil because it has to have that extra text that says when you're in the circle you take 20 percent less damage and do this much more damage and wouldn't it have to be of a certain element uh i don't know if the element matters for the purpose of the shield okay. Okay. i i this is not a method i have tried there are videos out there um, and a handful of articles i'm willing to try it because i've all but given up on my spell shot lately because you know she was she was queen with the with the buffmeister now it's just like i can't keep thing it's it's like fighting wotan with flack he's slow and he's always on and wotan's always on top of me i can't fucking get away from him and stay alive long enough to turn and shoot at him yeah, so, I can see that. So, and that's like every end boss. She's fine during the the uh, stage clears, but once you get to the end boss, bosses unless it's a certain boss that stays back, like drill or uh, you know something like that, where I don't have to worry about it being on top of me. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I been playing the spore warden uh clawbringer mix um not exactly keen on it probably because i don't have the gear to support the companion uh buff but it's still the spore warden i like it i could see that I don't know. Like I said, I'm kind of over the the gear grind because I can't farm the gear I want or need because I don't have the high enough chaos levels to uh, have it available. And I can't get those chaos levels without it. Yeah, that's a problem. And I tried going and farming like individual bosses, like going and hit Ribula for an hour to try to get him to drop a, a Berea's Breath or something. And yeah, I got one. It's non-chaotic. It's not times two. It's shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're going to have to do something with gear acquisition. Like, I am not going to keep running Chaos Chamber nonstop and feeding the bunnies for RNG. Like, this this is not fun. This is not Borderlands. Which reminds me, uh, what are you looking for in a shotgun? 
Um, what's it called? The Boilermaker. I would love to get a greater than times 12 Boilermaker that is of a chaos level. Boilermaker or Barrelmaker? Boilermaker. Okay. Is that the Torg? Uh, no, it's Blunderbuss. Right. Preferably with a mag and not, you know, the single shot everything every time, but you, you take what you can get at this point. Uh, what's well, the manufacturer? The mag will be lower Black damage, powder. but. I, I don't, the, the damage isn't what I care about. Like, I, I you want the pellets. The yeah. I want the pellets, and I want to be able to continuously fire. Uh, okay. I do. Nope. I do not have one of those. Uh, was there anything else you're looking for? Um, a better necklace. Like, mine isn't bad. I have a berserker frost damage necklace, so that's good. But it's status effect gun magazine, which isn't great. And you are Graveborn Berserker or Berserker Graveborn? I am, I am Berserker Stabomancer now. Okay. It is much better. It gives me an action skill I can use during bosses. Um, yeah. And with oh, you're going days, with the uh, from the shadows or whatever it is. Uh, the the spinny blade. Oh, okay. It's a um, ghost blade. Ghost blade. Yeah, I use either feral surge or ghost blade. I'm just fucking. I can wreck shit on chaos three, but literally, I go to chaos four and I'm running out of ammo. Well, the um, the ghost blade will vary in its damage depending on your melee weapon, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the damage on your melee weapon uh, affects its effectiveness. So you want the highest number. Doesn't matter what else. The highest damage number. Yeah. For the, long, for the longest time, I was carrying that uh, Banshee's Blade because it was like 1130-something. Yeah. I think, let me see here. I think that's actually what I'm toting around right now okay yeah i don't i don't have that either <laughs> okay i'm currently using yeah i'm using a wailing banshee with yeah. spell cast gun damage is increased by 30 because you know i'm at 4,000 moon orbs to re-roll it what spell are you using i'm still using a two spell charge uh twister okay Um, frost and fire. It's a pretty solid mix. Yeah, I'm just like I, I do not understand why I can't kill things on higher chaos levels. Like my enchants aren't great, but it's not like they're bad. Well, like what's the problem? You get to the boss and you don't do enough damage, or? You it's just die, like, die, die. I, I run out of ammo. Like, I will run out my rain of arrows. I will run out my skull Blast. dagger. 
Rain of Arrows is nothing to run out of. What is it, a time right. six or what? Yeah, but I mean, on Chaos Level 3, bosses are dead in five shots. Go to Chaos 4, I am out of ammo on that, and then I'll switch to my Skulldugger pistol, and I'll run out of ammo on that, and then I'll move to my Snowballing Spriggan of Deadly Depths, and then I'm doing no damage. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but my my Frost SMG will destroy trash mobs, cannot kill a boss with it to save my life. Well, the reason I was looking for a uh, Berea's Breath, um, that thing basically does an ice spike when you throw it, yep. which is really good damage, and it's an impaling, and it does I three of them. TDR weapons in this game. They, I think they're awful. Uh, well, okay. I um, I do no damage with them. I don't I don't understand. I don't know if it's scaling off of spell damage or what it's scaling no, off no. of. But I it's, it's scaling I off. Do. I hold down the trigger and I just hit reload, 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 reload. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I throw out I throw out hydras or pixies or. Or are dagger you, storms, or are you with the hydras and pixies? Are you specced into companion damage? I was specced into that with my spell shot graveborn. See, I I have no companion damage anymore. I'm not. I, I not specced into that with. Uh, let's see what what is what is my forward uh, and use right now. Oh, he's the one with yeah. the. I have the spore warden enchant on a on a gluttony. Yeah, I just the gluttony. I like everybody talks about how amazing it is, and I'm like, this gun is trash. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's. Like, I don't know if I've just got bad gluttonies, but like, I look at him and I'm like, I I would never willingly go into a boss fight with this gun yeah i don't shoot it much i mean i, sh I shoot it you know at things that are close to me because i don't want to throw it at some throw it right in front of myself but most of the time right. i'm throwing the damn thing right i i do shit damage maybe it's your uh dark magic efficiency uh, my class mod gives me plus 30% all my damage is dark magic and ups my dark magic. What's efficiency. your, uh, what's your myth rank? Have you, uh, the upper uh, left one, you should be putting all your points into, uh, the luck to get that to yeah. 20 first. Yeah, I'm, I'm at 20 on that. I'm at myth okay. rank 105. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a. Uh... I have a I gun know. I can't I, I, enchant. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's a couple. Of... There's a couple that can't can't be enchanted. It's either a glitch or intentional. I can't remember. It's both. Some are intentional. Some are are currently broken. Oh, I know there's a. A legendary that cannot be enchanted. Donkey. Or 
castle? I don't know. It's a Stoker AR. How do it's I know? Donkey. I'm looking at it. It's Donkey of the Castle. Donkey yeah. is the gun. Yes. Okay. And yes, it can't be enchanted. You don't, want to, you don't want to waste your time. It's not good. It's, it's not good? Shit, yeah. No, it's as, not good. as a shit weapon. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are sparing you. It drops It drops from the same source as the gluttony, the uh, droll troll out in Queen's gotcha. Landing, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I got three. I got three gluttonies from my last chaos run because the mini boss in the middle was the troll. troll was the droll troll. They they okay. dropped three gluttonies and a donkey of the castle. Yeah, you should have left the donkey on the, of the castle on the ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the one you have, throw it in your bank. Maybe the buff it in you know someday, but. I think they've already buffed it, and it's still shit. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm just at a point. Wow. Oh, that's fuck. That's companion damage. Oh, look at that! Another gun. I'm, I'm out of moon orbs. Yay! God, I'm, I'm over it. I really am. Like I, yeah, I'm, I am days away from just not putting Wonderlands back on and just going back to Borderlands Three. Yeah, the um, friend at work just just picked it up, started playing. He's up to level like twenty two. He's just playing every quest, you know, just just exploring. And I'm like, I will do that over and over. I find that fun. I like the quest. I think the story's fun. Uh, the world is 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 fun and humorous. The end game just frustrates the shit out of me. It's like it's similar. If I could go and get the cool gun I want, I mean, I would in yeah. Borderlands Three, I would spend an hour farming yeah. for a reflux on yeah. Mayhem Eleven for. Yeah. From you know, and and it's a bitch to get to Genevieve, and, but yeah. I would farm for an hour, and I get six, and one of those would be decent. This yeah. you can't do it, and you would get enough iridium that you could once they introduced it, you could go re-roll and try yeah. to get more. You go if you go just farm a boss out in the world. Now you go farm for an hour, you'll maybe get one, maybe. And if you get one, you you're gonna have enough shit to re-roll it twice. Yeah, I'm constantly at sixteen thousand moon orbs, but I don't enchant everything I get. I play with it until I realize I can't live without it or it stops killing things. Then I start to look at it. I'm at a point where, like, I, I know... You're, you're trying to get chance. it to work. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And it's... I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of bitter. I'm kind of grumpy about it. Um, I this, this should be the Borderlands game that I love that I never want to stop playing. I mean, this is fucking D&D &D and Borderlands. Yeah, I, I agree. 
and and I find myself super angry about it. I'm glad I didn't buy the season pass because if I would have loaded up that first DLC, I'd be pissed as fuck. I went through it once. I've I've been through it once, and on new characters, I do go in there because you can get access to your bank before you do the walk through Queen's Gate yeah. and the town. Yeah, I. Mm. Get you can get to the bank. You can get to uh, your spec and all that shit yeah. before you. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna love the game. I'm trying really hard, but yeah, I, I love the D and D stuff. I love the yeah the shooting stuff. It's yeah the loot stuff, and I don't, I don't really find the chaos chambers all that fun. I like the randomness. Yeah, if if it was just the four of us playing for a night, sure, I'd run chaos chamber after chaos chamber. It's just, let's do it. You know, it's whatever. But by myself, sitting in a chair, trying to get gear. Yeah. No. And I, and I, my spore warden, I'm trying to quote unquote, make my main. Uh, he, is stagnant at a below 20 chaos level and i get 12 to 1300 crystals and i get a bunch of greens and purples and maybe a legendary that isn't shit that's another problem a lot of the legendaries are shit a lot of the gear is shit not just uh, not just the purples. I mean, it's just the, the the purples are by and large better than most of the uh, legendaries. Yeah, I mean, which only makes farming thing. harder, right? Like, I I have a uh, uh, let me see what this is called. It's a. Rapscallion Skulldugger pistol. Mm-hmm. It's my best gun. It's a times two COV style pistol. It is. It fires. It's a crossbow. Down. So the more nope, darts not, you have, not the crossbow. Oh, not the crossbow. Okay. I can't. I have not seen the crossbow at at max level. Not even the oh. times one. Yeah, I, I like, love those because the more darts you get stuck in them, the more the next ones do damage. So, right, yeah, no, I just i I haven't seen one of those. I haven't seen a good python rod at max level. I like when I when I first started playing when I first started playing the game. I really liked the Dahlia. ARs and then for some reason they nerfed them. They weren't even like like doing a lot of damage. It was just they're very consistent with their uh tracking and I liked the rate of their the rate of fire. I liked everything about them. I, I liked tall weapons and borderlands three. 
And then they like cut the damage on them. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, the, they cut them, I my opinion, because they had a magazine. Because they had, I mean, that's the trade-off. I have to reload, give them more damage. The Skullduggar doesn't have to reload. No, and I, mean, I can get that, that hooligan. Yeah, because the dull ARs have, like, a... a not black powder magazine size. They oh, yeah, like 30 shots or something. Yeah, I, I feel like anything that has a magazine does shit damage. It either needs to be a uh, Skullduggar or it needs to be a uh, black powder to actually do damage. Uh, the one Skullduggar legendary other than the liquid cooling, uh, the the rogue, um, the rogue imp of alarm I had, which I liked, but I it broke game. all the fucking time. The hooligan yeah. I could fire for a day before it broke. Well, that was the whole point of the rogue imp is that you're, you're you want to break it, is, but it doesn't right. always fire off the, the right. talents when you break it. So, I mean, right. if it did that every time you broke it, yeah. Yep. Break all the fucking time. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Some some communication was uh, <coughs> lost between Borderlands Three and and this. I know this is a different game. This is supposed to be a different game. It does. It's not supposed to be a one for one. But. No, but you have you have built an expectation in your player base on what what the game should be, what what you should expect, and this ain't it. No, there's there's work to be done. Right uh, now, the best thing they could do is put out a holiday pack, something like uh, the uh, uh, cartels. <laughs> I mean, they. I remember Borderlands Three was not polished when it first came out. I, I remember. Um, I had I had, but, I had a lot of weight before I got into it, so I was a little bit behind you guys. It. Uh, I feel like it was a little more balanced than what this is so far. And I. Feel like I feel like there was even though there wasn't a raid, um, I feel like Endgame was was better. The trials were infinitely more fun than Chaos Chambers. Even the the normal run, I think, is sometimes too long, and that it ends with a a boss from one of the like missions is sometimes yeah. too hard. Yeah, I, like if I get son of drill. Yeah, give me drill or son of a uh uh what is son it? Of the, a bastard, yeah. Son of a witch, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um don't give me them. Don't give me uh 
Vorkin art even pisses me off anymore. Oh God, I I had a twenty minute fight against Volkanar the other day, and uh, even uh, Banshee can be a pain in the ass lately. She her yeah. little things that are hovering around her just freaking heat sinker on me, and I'm done. Like yeah. there's nowhere I can hide. There's I can't get out of the way. As soon as I get a fight for my life, they hit me again. At least the skulls die when you look at them. Yeah. It's the only bone of only reason I can usually get past her with a little bit of frustration is there's enough ads and they die easy enough. Oh hey, look, it's droll. Hey, good luck. Droll's dead. Droll dropped me a legendary. See, I said, oh, hey, look, it's Droll. That's when I saw him come out of the thing. And then Droll's dead. That's how fast I can kill somebody on on KS3. This is, did you say Drill or Droll? Droll. The The Droll Troll? The Droll Troll. Okay. Yeah. That's not a boss. That's a a halfway through the... Right, but yeah, okay. if if I was on Chaos Four, I'd it'd, it'd be a five minute fight. Yeah. Not these fucking chaotic whites. The only thing better is a volatile, or primordial, I guess now. Yeah, I, uh, let's talk about something better that <laughs> piss us off. Yeah. Um, Dylan, any thoughts on what the topic should be? Um, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to discuss politics right now because they're just so garbage. Um, yeah, that, that, that I don't think anything could ruin the mood more than it already is uh, talking about politics. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Yep. I'll just say it again: failed experiment. This is what democracy. Fa- yeah, this country yep. failed experiment. Yep, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been like I think at the same time I had COVID, I literally also had, had a sinus infection. Yeah. It was, it's yeah. not you don't fun. fuck around, do you? Nope. It was like, oh, this COVID's a little too mild. Let's go ahead and throw some <laughs> He's other a big stuff boy. on top. He of can it. handle it. No, I'm a big boy, and that's the reason I can't handle it. That's the whole point of COVID. Um, I'm trying to think. I've finally, I know you guys watched at least the first season earlier. I finally watched Russian Dolls. I watched the first, first season. Second season. I tried I to watch the second season, and her 
nonchalant attitude about everything just turned me off entirely. Um, see that. It, it was just like, the, she talks to people like they aren't there. And she, she's like, what, back in time and she isn't even surprised? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it was, it seemed like to, I mean, the first one, it was like she was losing her mind trying to figure out what's fucking going on. And yeah, it like was I, interesting and compelling, and I cared about her. This one, I don't care about her anymore. I she, feel like the second season, like they had the same theme of like, you know, you can't really change certain things, but like, they did not execute it really well at all. Yeah, I, I, I gave and up then, shit. Like, like Alan's side story was just like, here, we threw this in because we only had four episodes and we need eight or six or whatever, how many episodes. Yeah, I didn't even get to his side story because I gave up on it before that. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where like, yeah, first season's so good that immediately going into the second season and it's like, it's like somebody gave him like a theme for a sketch and then they didn't hash out anything beyond. I mean, she's on the couch with the guy and he's making out with her and she's all like, cool, cool, yeah, okay. Not, I mean, he's trying to fuck you and you don't even give a shit. <laughs> not that you're, you care, but you're not even caring to stop him. <laughs> I don't know, it was, it was just so weird. It was so bizarre. And I, I loved the first season. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was just, I'm glad I watched them back to back because had I waited a whole year and then watched it and been like excited about it, I would have felt worse. I was excited when I saw it pop up. I was like, oh, sweet. Because you know, I'm like, I need something to watch. I need something to watch looking around and I didn't find anything and then i found that and nope yeah and then i watched bad vegan which wasn't anything it was your run-of-the-mill netflix documentary yeah i watched part part of that and then again got to the point where like i why do i give a shit about these people right and like the whole point at the end of it was like i don't really give a shit about her like yeah she well, deserved they got three months in jail the tinder swindler i cared about that that i i by the end of that i was like the fuck he didn't get anything from this yeah I was she, only got, she got three and a half months in jail and like the other dude did not much more like he he did the year prior to his um trial because he couldn't afford bail and then he got like a few months more and that was it. So like they ripped off like $6 million worth of shit and basically combined spent less than two years in jail. And, and like money somewhere the, yeah, yeah. It really, they made it seem like that because like one of the last scenes there was her sister going like, 
she never loved him. She said from the beginning, it was a marriage for, you know, for money, for the, you know, convenience of being able to have him pay something off. Cause he was still blind at that point. Um, and like her business wasn't doing fantastic. So honestly, it just seemed like they tried to rip people off. They ran out of ways to do that. And then, didn't know what to do from there. So they just camped out in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I didn't finish it. I got so far and I was like, okay, yeah, this, I'm not even listening anymore. I'm watching freaking Instagram or, uh, I mean, I was, I was working from home. So I just went through it while I was doing all my work. It wasn't, The effort expended. Can you guys hear me okay on this heads up? Yes. Okay. Head switch. Apparently, my charger back here in the back room is is not working for my headset anymore. So, I uh, I watched two of my favorite movies uh, the other day because there was nothing else on, and uh, IMDb is now free V. Yes, it is. And there was a app to install on my PlayStation. So I installed it and I watched Galaxy Quest mm-hmm. and, and uh, Knives Out. Hell yeah. Both good choices. Yes. Uh, good. Now. Good, uh, four hours of uh, entertainment that is just packed wall to wall with quality actors and actresses. And. Uh, good stories. So. Now you can join me in watching the hilariously titled super cheesy yet kind of punny movies. Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assign you homework. No, you're not. Oh yeah, I'm going to assign you homework so that we can talk about them on air. I'm going to uh, going to Drop out so I don't fail this class. I will. I tell you what, for every punny movie that you watch, you'll I throw will, a trip. I, I'm sure. If that's <laughs> I will. You know what? Hey, no. I actually, I'm not going to lie. No, no, I'm not going to lie. I actually feel like my, uh, my super terrible, uh, doodles that I do on my calls have actually improved over the past couple of weeks. What? Yeah. yeah. Not possible. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got to understand, my company loves meetings. Yeah, we, we've we've had this discussion last week, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Or the week well, before. Well, I mean, and that was just about my my daily call with my team. Um, that That's not all the other meetings that I'm involved in. Uh, give me one second. I got to cross the room and get some Tylenol. Uh, yesterday, I drew Samuel L. Orkson. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know what. Birds? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The legs started, started throbbing also. I don't know what made me think of it, but I was just sitting there and I'm doodling and I draw this orc and the head of an axe. And I'm going through it, and I'm like, huh. For some reason, this looks like Samuel L. Jackson. So I, I 
gave him an eye patch and kind of made the face look like Nick Fury. Because, you know, why not? Why not? Yeah. Well, I think I mentioned it, and uh, I don't know if I did on air, but uh, I just finished yesterday the first coloring book I've done at my job that I actually got to do the art for the interiors. Really? Yeah. You have not brought that up ever. No. Really? Not at uh, all. I swear I have. Well, maybe once nope. I say the name, that you guys will re remember it. While I was off because of my inability to traverse stairs, um, they gave me uh, homework to do while I was at here. Uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos, a Hasbro mm. license. Uh, this. Um, they're art for their characters is basically just vector shaded shapes, you know? Right. So there's no lines. It's all these gradient masses that make up the hippos. So Chris sent them to me as PNGs. I opened up the email, did a screenshot, put them in, uh, put them in procreate and traced them basically made the line art. And they, I did like six or seven of them, and they submitted them to Hasbro, who said, these look great. Go ahead. You have our approval. Uh, and I ended up doing the rest of them, and then they assigned me the book. So I got to do all the activities and the coloring page on my 80-page coloring book. So I remember you talking about the fact that they gave you the homework to do, mm -hmm. to, to go through that. I do not remember you saying that they then gave you the that Hasbro or whoever Hasbro. Well, um, Bendon assigned it the book to no, me. right, right, but they that the Hasbro company, owns them, what yeah, that that the company had approved of your art. Oh no, yeah, they they and, they loved it. They they were like, good job. Yep, they were like, uh, free we money, we'll take it. We don't even need to see the other ones. Just uh, do what you did here and go ahead. So yeah, I no. inked them all, random pie Chris. He proved them all. And I brought them into Illustrator because I saved them as, uh, you know, PNGs right. out of, I exported them out of Illustrate or out of Procreate. Mm -hmm. um, and then I brought them into Illustrator, made them 300%. They're, uh, what they I drew them at, and uh, there is a um, function where you can auto basically auto trace. It'll recognize the black and the white, and no, it'll trace them and color them black or white. Right. And then I just select all the white, get rid of it, and make it normal line art. So I built, you, built all activities and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, when I worked at my the previous place that you know was kind of a predecessor to this, so when I worked at Landall, yeah. I got to draw all the time and loved that. That was my still my favorite job ever. Yeah, I I felt very utilized. Like you know, I I was the buffalo. They used every part of me. 
you know. Right. But uh, here uh, at Bendon, which don't get me wrong, I love my job, but I've never gotten to do that. So that's, that's amazing. Man. That's really cool, dude. I know Dylan's like, did you do the art in this book? So finally, I can say yes, I did the art. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I we'll said do. yes before I would have known. I, but I would, so. Um, yeah, once okay. it gets printed, I'll probably steal a few. Yes, please, because I want to give one to my niece. Okay. No, my, my niece is, um, I, what's the right word? Uh, in awe of the fact that you are an adult and your job is art. Um, she she essentially kind of you can't look anywhere and not see that. No, but like she doesn't know anybody whose whose day job is art. Oh, that's because we live in fuck fuck Ohio. I mean, yeah, you know, there's you know, hell go to. Uh, Texas or California or Florida, you know, there's animation sure. studios. Sure. But she doesn't, she doesn't know any of those people. No, I see. And, and the fact that, that I do like, you're a God, you're a goddamn hero to her. <laughs> sure. No, yeah. like I'll, I'll no, get you one. No joke. She, we talk about the strip every time I see her. Cool. I have a fan. You have more than oh. one, Ray. <laughs> oh, new development. Speaking of the strip, this is oh. kind of a little little business topic, but we can talk about it on air. Uh, Reddit made it so that I no longer have to force uh, Google shit into uh my posts to get uh insights you're gonna have to explain that that's an okay. analytics so, thing yeah. maybe not yeah yeah so it used to be that i would have to like hide a url for analytics so that i could see how many people were viewing our strips on Reddit. okay i don't have to do that anymore it's just part of the dashboard Oh, sweet. So, and the numbers are a little different than what I was seeing on Google, but uh, this is they, driven... They're, they're more accurate? I would say, yeah, that they're probably going to be more accurate. Um, so, yeah, we are um, just on Reddit, not, not counting any other site, because I'm super excited about the Reddit numbers. We are averaging... 3,000 to 3,500 eyeball pairs of eyeballs a strip a week in the first week. That's for, for each posting. Wow. So, uh, toss in, you know, five to 600 on Facebook. Uh, the, the fucking website's been like really hot or cold lately. Like, one week we'll have 600. One week we'll have seventy four hundred. Wow! Yeah, it's been really bizarre. But the Reddit numbers have uh, 
really kind of hit a point where uh, they feel pretty good. Like um, not 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 put a bad spin on this word, but predictable, like reliable. I guess is yeah. the word I was thinking about. Yeah. Like you can you can count on this range of of viewership. Yes. And I can tell off the like I can look at the numbers. Uh, call it Tuesday, and say this is going to be a good strip, or this strip is not going to do as well as we have with other strips. Mm -hmm. um, which is for me, it's it's exciting and it's it provides good data points um, with the uh, changes that have recently come to Imager, I'm thinking I may revisit posting the strip on Imager weekly. Now that the Reddit has saved you a little time, you can start spending that time somewhere else. Well, not just that, but... Um, how, how long does it take you to uh, go in, grab the strip, and then put it everywhere you need to put it? Okay, so from beginning to end... I've got it down to about 40 minutes. Wow. That is, that is from the time I download the strip from Dropbox and, and make my, my quick resize and format change to uh, posting on the website, posting on Reddit, posting on Facebook, uh, sharing it out to pages, posting it in a couple of Facebook groups, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. About 40 40 minutes. Now, when I first started doing this and like trying to test where we were going to put it and, you know, what was going to be a good market and things like that, uh, it was about 90 minutes. That was a lot of trial and error. Yes. Just hunting, yeah. just hunting for destinations. Yes. And, you know, having to, generate a new Google link and write the code so that I could slide it into a Reddit post without Reddit getting angry and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Because, you know, Reddit is not a fan of analytics links, which is why I think they finally gave in and started giving users analytics in their dashboards. So your posts, you can track your everything you post. I yes, I can see clicks, engagements, uh, likes, dislikes, the ratio. I can't see who didn't like. I can't see who downvoted it, but I can see uh, the ratio of upvotes to downvotes. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really pleased. With the change to Reddit, thank you to the Reddit uh, moderators who fought tirelessly to get this, um, because this this was clearly spearheaded by Reddit mods who were trying to skirt that line of we get that you know there are content creators that that use Reddit we we don't want to piss them off, um, but you know we also have to be careful of you know, putting, putting external links and things like that. So I, I appreciate the Reddit mods hard work and getting that handled. 
Well, it's all good. So I'm glad it's a a little easier for you, and I'm glad uh, we have solid info. So. The other nice thing um, with with uh, image or with Reddit's changes to some of the things that they're doing. Uh, Imager has rolled back some of their ridiculous in-post ads that they've they had rolled out. Okay. Like cover up what you're trying to post so much. No, like if you wanted to do uh, if so, if I wanted to do like, hey, here's the last fifty strips. Every four strips, there would be an advertisement. Oh. Like in in a single imager post, which I mean, I get it. They're trying to sell ad space. I don't get me wrong. I understand they need to pay the bills, but it was at a point where it was it was breaking the immersion of of being in a post. Yeah. So they it's it it started to feel more like clickbait. Yep. Yep. So they have uh, agreed that they're going to lessen the the amount of that to encourage people to do more long form posts. Because what I had been doing on Imager, like I would post, you know, uh, you know, back when you were kind of doing more story arc based stuff, mm-hmm. I. I would post the story arc every week. And then at the end of the story arc, like when you when you started a new story arc that week, I would do the normal Sunday post or Saturday post that was the, the beginning of the new story. And then on like Tuesday, I would go back and collect all of those previous story strips and put them into a single post so that, you know, you could just, you didn't have to go back through the profile and you know click on every single one to to view it that's cool but doing that uh it got to a point where they were breaking the immersion with their stupid fucking advertisements i won't lie i think youtube right now probably has the best model for non-immersion breaking advertising well it definitely isn't twitch no no it's not twitch because twitch has no idea how to let people browse yeah yeah um what was I? Oh, I watched Critical Role from last week, and it was uh, the Red Nose Day with Colbert. Um, Colbert. Yeah, he did the one where uh, just him and Matt ran through the little adventure. Right. Uh, this one, he was running with Matt, but also with Marisha, <coughs> Ashley, and Sam. Sweet. Uh, and they were playing their campaign two characters. Oh, uh, that's awesome. So it was Bo, Not, and Yasha. 
But yeah, it was really sweet, you know. And he, <laughs> it's funny, he comes in costume and With, he's the only one in costume. And he looked, he had, he looked fantastic. He, he did. Colbert? He had like a fake scar. Yeah, Colbert. His hair wow. was all like mussed up and he had a, like a scar going down the one side of his face. And he brought two swords from Lord of the Rings. He brought Sting and uh, uh, Glambring, I think, uh, the faux hammer, uh, Gandalf sword. Both, yeah. both of them were. Uh, he puts both of he them puts were used the in movie. Yeah, he puts them on the table, and he says these were actually used in the movie. And the the Critical Role fam just like went what. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know how do you uh how do you you know excuse me while i whip this out uh to a bunch of geeks right pull out pull out on uh on set used props from lord of the rings wow so yeah that was funny and it was a sweet little adventure as well yeah it was cute i enjoy colbert he is a good dude i do too and he's i mean he genuinely uh enjoys the time yeah and he's you can just you can taste the sincerity you know kind of thing the first that first time he ran with it was just him and matt yeah that was that was so immersive and yeah uh heartfelt by the end yeah it was it was it was a really cool i mean i've run single player adventures and I've always had to have an NPC just to, you know, keep them occupied. But he, Matt, you know, Matt is a different breed. He didn't need that. I, I thought it was sweet. They're about, I don't know, five minutes in, 10 minutes in Mauritius taking notes and he, and Colbert leans over and he's like, should I, should I be taking notes as well? Yeah. And, and then and, and then that leads into a completely unrelated to what they're doing story of his childhood and playing D D. And there are a yeah. couple of times where that happens while they're playing. And yeah, they, they totally and, break game so that, it, so that he could tell stories and honest to God, it it, it made the whole thing better. It's worth it, yeah. Like you can you can it just like just like when it was just him and Matt, you can see the genuine love and appreciation for what he's doing in his eyes. Yeah. And he was telling a, a story that um, his, what, 45th class reunion or something is coming up. Yeah. And I don't think it was as 25th or something like that. Uh, and whatever, whatever, how many years it was. Uh, him and the original group that he played D and D with are getting together at that reunion and they're running the tomb of horrors. Oh my God. And he goes, yeah, this is a real good refresher to get me back into juices. You know, it's been, it's been two or three years since they did that first one Yeah, because of COVID and everything. I, I after this, definitely I, can feel that this is going to be a yearly thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it should have been after the first one, but yeah. Well, yeah, they even they even really vaguely fun. hinted because they're they're like the gauntlet's been thrown on the cosplay because we we got oh costumes. yeah we got costumes. Yeah. So if we do this again, 
Well, and I think it was in New York because that wasn't their set. There was like curtains behind them and stuff. I think that was on Colbert's turf. So just like the other one, I think Matt went to New York and they did it in like a hotel room or something, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, the last one was New York. I knew that much. I think this one was too. So I can see why the the you know the critical role group wasn't in costume because they would have had to bring all that stuff and you know if they didn't get the message or didn't you know know for sure then I can see why they would they were in critical role merch. Oh, absolutely everywhere. Well, I kind of feel like they just live in critical role merch, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. But... Yeah, that's I mean, it's, it's solid promotion. Yeah. Uh, it, it was also incredibly sweet up front. Uh, Matt had 3D printed a character model for him. Nice. And like, it didn't even come into play. They didn't when they did their combat. They didn't do it on a battle map, and so he was just like, "Here, this is yours." So it was, uh, it was, it was really cool. As were yeah. the results of all of the ridiculous fan votes. He did, did he get to use the spell? I can, I know that Matt pointed it out, but he, I don't I, know I, that I, he used it. That was the scroll that Sam ended up with that failed. I think. No, that's the scroll I think they found down in that uh, sewer. Ah, then no, he did not use the other spell. Okay. He had a battle axe that uh, you rolled with disadvantage, but it did like crazy damage. If it you was hit. An intelligent, it was an intelligent battle axe that did not want to go to war. So that's why it was a disadvantage. But wow. it was, it was pretty funny. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I could easily watch it again. It was, yeah. it was and it's, very fun. It's, it's an hour and 40 minutes end to end. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not a big, you know, like a typical. And that's with uh, the, that's with the usual 15 minute upfront. Okay. And I don't think they had a break. I think it was just solid, right? Yeah. It was solid beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, aside from the character breaks and stories, yes. which and, and are even still in you no know, reason to skip through them. And what ended up being less than an hour and a half, uh, they were able to fit in, like Matt was able to squeeze in a decent enough little story. Like uh, the story completely worked in the time frame that they had. Uh, for what he was doing Uh, they were able to he was able to uh, weave that narrative there were two separate combats and both of them were compelling and then uh, there's just so much ridiculousness just absolute just like Colbert Colbert was full on full on like crit roll crew level ridiculous that mm-hmm. and the it's nothing you haven't come to expect from Matt. True. Yeah. You know, the 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 level of uh detail he puts into a one shot adventure is no less than what he puts into the average camp the normal campaign. 
moved twenty eight. I had uh, one of the one of the guys I work with. Uh, we were talking, and he likes role playing, uh, but he doesn't like Critical Role. And I was like, if I can ask, like, what is it about Critical Role that you don't like? And he's like, I don't like the idea that they're professional. And I'm like, well, I mean, what what about them being professionals is an issue for you? And he's like, well, Matt's a professional DM. And I was like, I mean, no, he's not. Not really. He's a, he's a he's a voice actor and he's um, the dm he's and, the dm for them the only reason yeah. he's professional is because his dming for his friends has become another he's, job yeah that yeah, came was, after that that is a byproduct of right. his dming not him not being yet. employed is a product yeah, I said, you can go all the way back to the very beginning of Critical Role, and while the production value is immensely better, I don't think anybody would argue with that, his DMing yeah. is is not the difference. No, no. It, he he was just as amazing of a DM early on as he is the, now. The, ma the maps improved, the miniatures improved. Yeah. The uh, the place they're sitting, the sound quality improved. Yeah, uh, you know, all that, all the visuals improved. If you, you know, take away the low sound quality we had at the beginning. If you just listen to the first season or first, you know, episodes of Critical Role, uh, the character play and the the role playing even from the from yeah. the players is still there yeah because you yeah. have those you have those character breaks where where um keyleth and uh vax are you know talking back and forth and mm -hmm. you can feel the the tension you know and grog and pike uh kind of sibling uh, relationship they had. Yeah, I mean, speaking of That's siblings, all there. like Liam and Laura really sell you on the fact that they are siblings. Mm -hmm. Which all stems from them, what, having the same birthday? Yep, they are birthday twins. Yeah. And not like myself and the other Chad that I work with being birthday twins where it's separated by years like they are literal same month day year uh i have that at work i have the, the lady that i went to arkansas with to down to walmart headquarters to mm -hmm. do those mocks mm -hmm. she's a sales rep for walmart um her and i share the same month year day birthday hmm. i graduated I, with a birthday. i gave her a picture a framed picture of me for her birthday since we're twins she has it on her desk that's amazing <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous <laughs> yeah, I, I only had one birthday twin in school um it's it's weird like I've now, you know, growing up, I didn't know that many other Chads. Like, I, I would say that I knew well one other Chad my entire life. I now work with 
five of them that I, I deal with on a regular basis. They're all sons of bitches. And one of them is, is, is September 18th birthday. Hmm. He's two years older than me, but I don't hold that against him. I have the opposite. Every place I've worked, I've known somebody with the same birthday. Hmm. It's either somebody I directly work with or their sibling or child that has that same birthday. When's your birthday? November 13th, nine months yeah. after Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, that's what... I was getting ready to say, your birthday, I thought it was in November, but then I'm like, wait, isn't that your kid's birthday? Yeah, um, my, my birthday is uh, the perfect gestation period <laughs> post-Valentine's Day. So, yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of people born in November. There's yes. a fuck ton of Scorpios out in the world, and we're here for your soul. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of September people. Karen September. So, I, will. I I always cheat to remember her birthday because it's September 9, 7th, mm-hmm. 68. So it's six seven eight nine, but not in that order. Yeah. No, I, when I worked at Little Caesars, the the one of the manager's daughter was November thirteenth. I have an uncle that's November thirteenth. I have a cousin that's November thirteenth. I work with somebody now whose birthday is November thirteenth. It's almost like not special anymore. Especially since there's been 50 of them. Or yeah, I, I, I guess 49 of them. 49 yeah. birthdays. Yeah. You're, you're old, man. Yes. It's okay. Oh, believe me, with this uh, broken leg, I'm never been more aware of how old I am. Everything hurts. Karen, uh, Darby's going to be a uh, student house painter when she comes home for the summer. Uh, One of her friends from high school does it, and uh, she doesn't want to go back to Walmart, which I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Walmart's air-conditioned. Yeah. You painting houses, ain't going to be fucking air-conditioned. No. You're going to be miserable. You're going to have to actually work. (laughs) Not just put boxes on the shelf, but I can't tell her. And she's got to figure it out. But uh, uh, Darby texted Karen and said, hey, Emma's going to put a sign in our yard that says, you know, student house painter, you know, blah, blah. She's like, she is? And she goes, well, I told her she could. And like, I was like, okay. So they put it in the yard, and I mowed the lawn this weekend because we have a rider, and I can just sit there and, you know, it's a zero turn, so I can drive it with my hands. Uh, 
Karen pulled the sign up so I could mow the lawn. Well, and she went to go, uh, she went to put it back Sunday and she put it in the ground, stepped on it, pushed it down into the ground, turned around and caught her foot, twisted her ankle, landed on her knee, luckily in the grass, not on the concrete of the driveway and came in the house crying because I didn't know she fell out there. She didn't have her phone. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong? And she's like, my knee, my knee, my ankle, her knee on her, her left knee and her right ankle were fucked up. So I'm like, you can't fucking fall. You know, you're, you're our only uh, source of, uh, She's the mobile one. Travel. Yeah. <laughs> Without you, we can't leave the house. <laughs> she's, she's like crying. And then she starts laughing. Cause we're, cause I get up and I'm like stumbling to the kitchen to get her an ice pack. And she's laughing at me. And I'm like, don't laugh. I can't fucking do this. If you start laughing. <laughs> so got That's her amazing. settled, got her. Sorry, settled, that should not her. be as funny as I'm finding it. No. You know, in in post, it is funny because, you know, she's fine now. But, you know, it's like, God damn it. She goes down. We're fucked. We need we need freaking 24 hour care. I'll, I I have the number for hospice. Yeah. Well, she, so, she, so does she. So. Yeah. But do you really want to have to be the one to call hospice on yourself? Um, no, but. Okay. Yeah, it's it was just it was a hot mess, and we were in the center of it. So, yeah. But supposedly, I am healed. My foot is healed. I'm still wearing my air cast because the like I take it off to get in the shower and. Uh, that one step on on that foot when i have all my weight on it it's like yeah no no i kind of hop into the shower i don't know how i'm supposed to walk on this i think i'm gonna have to get some kind of like in shoe knee uh ankle brace to wear for a little while because i don't know now i'm gonna be afraid of it it's like every time, I, every once in a while I move my foot, I can feel this like hot rush on the side of my ankle and basically feel where that brace, that plate is. Mm-hmm. Like one of the tendons like thrums against it or something when I move my foot a certain way. Yeah. I'm like, is this fucking normal? Can, can we cut it open and get it out of here now that it's sealed? Yeah. So after my, my brush with something poison. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, you have the, the Ivy plague. Yes. I tried to take care of it at home using, you know, the medicated, uh, soap and the ah. oil calamine lotion stuff to, and it just like, it kept spreading. You would, uh, You'd have nightmares if I told you how I got rid of uh, poison ivy. Probably. Uh, you know those like really rough green scratchers you have like no. wash dishes? Uh-huh. Nope. nope. You take that and you just scratch your arm up real good. 
and then you take a one to one bleach and water ratio, uh-huh. uh huh, and you just like kind of soak a paper towel in it and just right over all those open blisters, uh-huh. dries it right up. Uh huh. Yeah, no. That sounds yeah. like the, some shit you do as like a enhanced interrogation technique. I right. I do not suffer poison ivy. I yeah. will suffer a bit of stinging and a day of of basically Chemi- chemical burns that hurt. Yeah, chemical burns. But then I have no poison ivy, and it doesn't spread. Uh huh. I'm no, serious. I'll- that I'll is pass. goddamn horrific. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> like I said, you'll have nightmares if I tell you. That is fucking nightmare fuel, sir. Yeah, so yeah. I, I finally gave in and, and went to uh, urgent care and got my, my uh, steroids. Um, yep, yep. I am... Canalog? No, prednisone. Okay. Um, I am now molting similar to a snake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, oh dude, it's bad. It's so bad. Like, uh, I, I, my towel that I use is generally blue. Uh, I get out of the shower, I dry off and, and it looks like my towel is, uh, speckled now. <laughs> That's really gross. Yeah, yeah. It's, of course, it's, that's that's for the first few days after I got my cast off and I'm getting out of the shower and I'm drying my foot. That's exactly the same thing. It's just like all the yeah. dry skin just rolling off. Yeah. Yep. But it's it's my arms and my legs. Like they're both just I'm I'm fucking molting. Yeah, that's it's, what happens when you don't do the ritual. Yeah, I I could not do that ritual, sir. I'm sorry. If you, I was were, born if you were ADHD we had... as me, and uh-huh. the itching drove you mad like it does me, you would do it. Oh, you mean like not sleeping more than I don't know about two seconds? Minutes? Yeah, I, I slept a total of like ninety minutes Thursday night. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't suffer that. No. I would rather give myself a nice half hour of intense stingy pain mm-hmm. and know that I'd be able to sleep that night mm-hmm. than suffer that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I feel bad for the people I work with. You know, I walk around. Shedding. Like, yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, I, I walked over to someone's desk today and I just like stood away from their desk because I'm like, I'm going to put my arm out to like point at something on the monitor and like there's a dust cloud of flakes yeah yeah. (laughs) like i'm not doing that no no what what was that uh chappelle show uh skit ashy larry yeah 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 Yeah. that's that's what i'm picturing when you're telling the story sorry pretty much yeah that and i didn't want to be that guy so yeah didn't uh didn't do that Look, greatly looking forward to, I, today was my last, like, tomorrow I start ramping down the steroids. Oh, so you have 
a prescription, not yes, an injection. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I go. I go every spring and get my uh, allergy shot. My Kenalog. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went the other day and got it because I have those sneezing fits at work where it's like, oh, it's that time of year. Yeah, I uh, tomorrow I get to start weaning myself off the steroids. Thank fucking god. That's. That's every steroid prescription, though, isn't it? They like give you like the the packet that has like six, five, four, three, two, one, 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 one. Done. Yeah, 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 yeah. the The shitty thing is, uh, the urgent care didn't write the prescription as like you know steroids with uh, uh, generic available. So. When I got to the pharmacy and they were like, that'll be $38, please. I'm like, what the fuck? They were like, oh, yeah, it's written for prednisone, not like no no substitute. I call and confirm, like, are you sure there isn't something? That was kind of painful. Yeah, I keep getting having to call my insurance and trying to convince them that my injury did not happen at work. Yeah. So yeah. that they'll actually pay my fucking cope or pay my, you know, yeah. Hospital bill. Yeah, I had to do like, that. No, this is not working as comp. Yeah. I had to do that when I had to go get stitches in August. Um, you know, they, they kept sending me these things in the mail, like, you know, please fill this out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the third one. This did not happen at work. This is not a workplace injury. I fucking sliced my hand open on a can of dog food. Thanks. As if, as if, you know, I didn't feel bad enough for, for being a moron. The insurance company wanted to drive the point home. My, my uh, workplace doesn't need to pay any more towards my uh, injured leg. Yeah. <sighs> oh, good. So I played a. Uh, um. Not Shadowlands. Uh, we played uh, Savage Worlds Friday here in town, guys. And uh, they had played this uh, already, so they had their characters. And uh, Matt's character is like a super trumper. He's red hat, QAnon, whole deal. That's the character he's playing. It's kind of funny, but sad. And uh, so the group wanted me to play the polar opposite. So I'm playing a, uh, my character's gay, basically. Um, but, uh, and he's like intellectual, you know, liberal, all, all that shit. But I wanted to play a shaman, but not play a shaman. I wanted to have something, an item that was possessed with the spirit of a shaman. And I was just his vessel almost okay which sean was totally into because that makes lets him 
control the shaman. And sure. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So he's running a game and he's controlling basically my supernatural side. So I have this uh, railroad spike that contains the spirit of this Native American and we decided his name was Kicking Bird. We stole that from Dances with Wolves, but uh, his name is Kicking Bird. And uh, I have fashioned the railroad spike into the handle of a walking stick. But uh, one of the spells that I have access to is uh, Smite. So it just becomes a hammer when I want it to be. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting take because I can, I can hear the spirit. I can't see him. Okay. And no one else can hear him. And then Trinity's character, she is, uh, she is haunted by their, uh, they were a, a group of friends from high school that one of their friends OD'd and it brought them all together. It was when they told me the backstory, I was a little taken aback just because of personal history. Yeah. Um, but I didn't lean into that at all. Uh, but, uh, she can see his spirit and talk to him, but none of the rest of the group has. So when I met her, my companion recognized her companion and freaked out. So I have this spirit just like, get away from her, get away from her. And her ghost is like, something's fucked up about that guy. <laughs> so our ghosts, so to speak, can talk to each other and talk to us individually. So we can kind of weirdly pass notes back and forth. That's pretty cool. I tell Kicking Bird something. He tells uh, Sean, I think. No, I forget what the character's name, what the, what the ghost's name is. He tells him that, and then he tells her. So it should create uh, enough havoc in the group. I can see that. I hadn't played a shaman in Savage Worlds before, so I thought I'd give it a try. He's playing a uh, six-gun. Uh it's the setting for Savage Worlds. Oh, okay. okay. Sixth, sixth gun or six gun? Yeah, yeah, I've got that. That's a fucking ridiculous uh, setting. It but is, but it's it's in it's in modern times, so it's weird. It is weird. So yeah, I think they started it in modern times, and then he wanted to put it in the actual six gun time but they're all like no we like our characters yeah because uh like so. appropriate six gun times are like it's it's a deadlands adjacent sort of a story yeah yeah the you could you get that from looking through the rule book i'm like I'm trying to pick out like, very very like, similar sort of a weird west to, like it's absolutely yeah. a weird west vibe uh but it's got 
kind of a different take on the the supernatural slash horror element. Yeah, it's the arcane backgrounds were definitely uh, more tone toned down. But like the shaman is very. It's supposed to be in line with the comic simple. book. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. He is so. He's. I think he's a little fish out of water as far as what he knows this to be and what we're playing. But yeah, you know, right, that's that, a typical. That's that could, a typical uh, game group. That could make Ashland. it interesting as well, though. It usually does. Yeah. I've never played a game there that hasn't been, you know, to some extent uh, interesting. Some have not been as entertaining as others, but. Uh, cough, Pathfinder, cough, cough. Yeah. There's, there's been some. Knives in the Dark was a little weird. It was like you're basically trying to run a criminal organization, which is really very involved for a role-playing game. Okay. Usually a role-playing game, I, I want a sheet in front of me that is my character. Right. The, the part of this universe that I have sort of complete control of. Everything else is up for grabs, but this character is my rock. And that game, you had a whole bucket full of rocks. <laughs> and you had no control over the bottom of that bucket and when it was going to fall out. <laughs> so that one was a little much. I assume we're going to uh, do some d and tonight? Mm-hmm. Just the plan. And uh, week seven of Dylan trying to wrap up his <laughs> week seven of the two week adventure. Um, I mean, I think there was two weeks that we missed in there for. Yeah, we we just playing Wonder. Yeah, well, Wonderland. I, that was Wonderland slash uh, Ray and I having health issues. Yeah. yeah, I. Oh yeah, that was one of them. I had health slash technical difficulties because I couldn't get to my computer and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd like to say we'll wrap it up tonight, but there's I don't see a way that we will because that would require World War II German level efficiency. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have that. All right. I have an I have an outline for uh for my adventure. I have uh, a new character I want to play. Oh sweet. That'll fuck me up. You just got a new character this time. Yeah, because you killed Capsic and you were like, Yeah, here. Yeah, no, I I wanna fully realize I mean to uh, be fair, like you make it sound like I had more of a say in it. I just hit randomize and gave you a character. No, I know. I didn't I personally know. spite you. I uh, just debatable. What, what do you want to play next? The universe has spited you, if anything. Yeah. 
Uh, I am looking at playing a uh, different kind of paladin. Okay. Um, I'll need to work out some things with uh, whoever's going to be running the next adventure. That would be me. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll need to talk. Okay. Um, nothing game breaking. Just there's there's some choices that the everything says. Make sure to run these by your DM. Well, I will say this: my adventure. I'm not saying there won't be combat, uh-huh. but the encounters will be. I don't know that you'll need a dedicated healer, but someone that can heal would be handy. Yeah. So this would be a good time to uh, park the cleric. Yeah. Kepsik's so. gonna gonna lose himself in one of those crafting booths for a while. Choo choo choo. Cool. Yeah, I, I just want to fully realize the potential that Ross has within him. Oh, I I fully intend on coming back to Kepsik at some point, but uh, I I just really love Pop Pop. Like, really, just gonna like pivot into the power of friendship, you know? Yeah, gonna impregnate your construct. No, don't stop. I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's gonna, mean, knock, he's, she's he's gonna knock. She's gonna in there. Nothing's happening. So I can uh, Come on uh, now. Uh. Does she lay eggs? Yeah. So unrelated to all that, there's probably other stuff we should <laughs> we should talk about. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Like the fact that I I found the uh, the. The race that uh, Mersh is using for Laudna find it very interesting. And uh, some uh, variant rules to make it for other races as well. No, what, I, I what meant, race is Laudna playing? Related to D and D. Oh, Marisha is playing an undead human. Okay. There's there are official five E rules for playing undead. Of the races. Hmm. Yeah, I know she heals differently and she has uh, seriously fewer hit points than everyone else in the group. Yes. yes. She goes down a lot. Yes. And when she gets hit subtly, it seems like uh, she's seriously concerned. So uh, I, I have been. Uh, um, he also does not have the same kind of death saves that everybody else does. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's far easier for her to come back up uh, from, from going down, but it's also uh, kind of a lot easier for her to just... Never come back? be dead there there's a whole lot less of that middle area where you're like nope i'm still down and i think that is the the essence of dungeons and dragons you can do anything 
Yep. So long as there's a cost. Yep. You can play a half-god character, but there's got to be some kind of cost. And, you know, fully realizing your uh, heritage or your, your lineage comes at a price. I'm I'm very excited to to check out my the the way I'm going to build an undead half orc uh, paladin. I'm intrigued, but that seems like a conversation for another time. Sounds stinky. Probably. So we should probably wrap things up here. Anybody got any parting thoughts? Uh, check out the Kirk Hammett. EP on Spotify. It is well worth a listen. It is a good time. It is uh, a, a guitar virtuoso doing guitar virtuoso things for about 25 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to recommend the uh, a podcast that appears to be available outside of just Sirius XM. Uh, Batman Unburied. It is a wild and different take on Speaking of Undead Paladin. Yeah? <laughs> no. Well, it's uh, no, it's Batman Unburied is the an Undead Paladin. No, it's uh it is it's a weird t- like I I think that a lot of what's going on is in Bruce Wayne's mind, but they haven't revealed that yet. But I think that's the direction they're going. There's two episodes out so far. It's this, it is a take unlike anything I've ever seen with Batman before. Uh, His parents are alive. Uh, He is not Batman. He, He is Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Wayne is also a forensic pathologist. His father was a doctor, right? And that that plays into it uh, because there's there's a frequent conversation, like there's multiple conversations about how his father is disappointed in the the work that he does because his father is this big deal surgeon saving lives, and Bruce is in the basement, you know, doing autopsies, and he being like, a detective. Right, but, at the body. Right, yeah. but he is doing the like you're used to the autopsy, like the the crip procedure, criminal procedural. You know, they're like they put you in the 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 person who's doing the the solving is like putting themselves in the mind of the killer to mm-hmm. to to say he's going a completely different route and he puts himself in the position of the victim. So it was a really good uh, crime drama based in. Boston, I want to say, where that centered around a corner. Uh, so it's just it's a great what it was, yeah. But it's a it's a very dark kind of a take on putting himself in the in the position of the victim and trying to to analyze the wounds and the condition of the body from the <laughs> victim perspective. And it's uh, it's weird. Uh, and the. Uh, the guy that's playing uh, Bruce Wayne was um, the head of, I think it was the Gorillas 
the gorilla tribe in Wakanda in Black Panther. Okay. Uh, Duke. I can't remember if that's his first name or oh, last name. Oh, uh, Mbaku? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the actor's name, but yeah, I love that character. That actor is it. is Bruce Wayne, and it's uh, it's wow. a very it's a very interesting, it's a nice rich voice. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's just an absolutely different kind of a take. There are still some of the touchstones from what you expect of a Batman story. There's still pearls falling. But completely different context, which makes it a completely new experience. It sounds like something like somebody had an idea and they're like, oh, no, it doesn't sound interesting. And they came back and like, okay, what if this was Bruce Wayne? Yeah, so you know, it's, I mean, kind, it's kind, of, kind of like using that as a jumping off point. So there's that. Um, the, the Marvel follow-up to Black Widow was the Incredible Squirrel Girl. Or unbeatable squirrel girl, yep. Uh, Which unbeatable is unbeatable or indomitable or something like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it, what it is. It is done in the style of a radio call-in show, which sort of works. Hmm. I know the girl from the AT and T commercials is supposed to play. She her. does. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I keep finding myself, uh, getting drawn into these, like, uh, and this is a term that they use in describing their own programs. Um, but like queer friendly, um, I, I keep going down the rabbit hole of like queer friendly content, uh, radio dramas. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm like my current, like the, uh, one of the the favorite things I have to listen to right now is the Penumbra podcast, and it is, uh, it is absolutely queer friendly, and uh, like it's, it's really, it's it's, it took a little time in the first season for them to figure out what they were doing, but then when they all started alternating between, essentially two different storylines, uh, they're unrelated storylines. There's like a sci-fi one and then a fantasy one. And they, they'll they do like two parts of a sci-fi story and then two parts of the fantasy one. And they'll just alternate like that through a season and they'll have two completely separate story arcs. Uh, and like I am able to find things that I love in both of those story arcs and the character progression and growth. And so I, I, I cannot recommend that one highly enough. That is, it, it took time for it to, to truly grow, and sometimes the acting can get a little, uh, but for the most part, it's really good, uh, and it's gotten better over time. Q? Huh. So there you go. Handful of recommendations, people. Uh, be excellent to each other. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Uh, Happy May the 4th. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Uh, Since... I don't think anyone's mentioned it, right? Usually Dylan's first with one of those. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, and ultimately, uh, yeah, just don't be a dick to each other. Um, really. Despite how much America wants you to be. And despite how much we're assholes to each other, don't, don't be a dick to each other. Um, uh, as the Bard said, just, you know, and I haven't said this for a while, but be excellent to each other, everybody. Now more than ever, we need it.
we'll be back next week.